Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Behind the Madness, created by Method. In this episode, HubSpot versus WordPress. Hello, I'm James, owner and founder of Method, and today I'm really excited to be joined by Alex Girard, who is the Product Marketing Manager at HubSpot, um, and he focuses mainly on the CMS Hub. So, welcome, Alex. Hi, pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Today, we're going to be looking at HubSpot versus WordPress. Uh, quick outline, we've always traditionally used WordPress. Everybody's familiar with WordPress. WordPress has been around years and years and years. And what we thought would be interesting today was to get Alex in, who's got a, a superb background. I'm going to come from more of the, the WordPress angle, and we're going to use Alex to come from the HubSpot angle and not battle it out. We're too nice, um, but have a nice, have a nice discussion about where it might fit um, and how it might help you guys out. So um, let's start off with a bit of a background about you then, Alex, shall we? Yeah, for sure. So uh, my name is Alex Gerard. I'm a product marketing manager here at HubSpot. Uh, I've been at HubSpot for uh, just over four years now. Uh, I started out on our support team. Uh, so taking calls from, from HubSpot customers. Uh, and then uh, for the past three years or so, I've been on the product marketing team. Uh, I started out uh, doing product marketing for our marketing hub product, uh, primarily email, ads, those tools. Uh, but over the past year or so, I've really focused in on the CMS hub. Uh, <clears throat> back in April, we launched that product. Uh, so I've been really focused on CMS hub, uh, the web development marketing space, uh, and really excited to chat today. Cool. Right, let's jump in. Maybe we should start with um, really a background about the two platforms. So um, WordPress was first came around in the early noughties, I think about 2003. Um, and you said HubSpot was uh, not too far behind then. Yeah, HubSpot as a like a marketing automation platform started in the mid 2000s. Uh, and we started with the CMS around the same time. Uh, and it was really just a tool to you know get found online. So you could create your content, optimize it for search, and then get found online. Um, but the product back then, it was really difficult to use. You know, if you want to make an update to your website, you had to call into our support team. Uh, <laughs> so in about 2014, uh, we launched the HubSpot COS or content optimization system. Uh, and what we tried to do there was create one tool that both marketers and developers could use. Uh, but by creating one tool that was supposed to be used for both those personas, it really didn't fit either. It was too technical for marketers. And it was not uh, technical enough for developers. Uh, so in the past couple of years, we've really focused on creating a CMS that works for both marketers and developers. Uh, and that's where we landed with the CMS hub that we launched back in April. Ace. Because yeah, I remember obviously in those early days, we were, I think, as, as I mentioned, 90% of our websites are created in WordPress. We toyed with creating our own CMS. Like I think mm. a lot of traditional development agencies decided to, thought it'd be a good idea, really not. Um, we looked at ModX, um, we looked at some others, and we did actually look at HubSpot around the time. And, and yeah, it was it was kind of clunky, it wasn't, and, it, and we just easily slipped back into WordPress and, and kind of jumping into WordPress. Um, For sure. Obviously, WordPress 
Everybody knows it. Everybody probably uses it. 90% of the internet probably has uh, has been using WordPress. Um, yeah. Now, it's come from a blogging platform, which has kind of developed into this thing, which now you can kind of do everything with through plugins, th- which everybody can create a million pieces. You know, there is, a, there is something there for everybody. Um, and for us... It, it's always kind of sit where we can do a bespoke product for somebody. We can do the nice design. We can do the user experience. We can kind of do all this for our clients. And it's more than, say, Squarespace or Wix or any of these other startup areas. Um, but it, we, it still kind of has limitations, but it does a really, really good, solid job. The CMS hub. Um, is really kind of coming at it from a different angle. For those of you that don't know, obviously, WordPress is open source. um, And I would call the CMS Hub would be more of a SaaS-based product. Is that kind of right? Yeah, definitely. And I think there's there's benefits and drawbacks to both, for sure. the open source nature of WordPress means that, you know, there's probably a million solutions out there for something you might be wanting to do. Uh, but, you know, you have to vet those. You have to make sure that they're going to work with your site and not everything within WordPress might work kindly with the other different plugins or solutions that you're employing. Um, so there's a lot of flexibility with WordPress. Uh, I think one of the great things about the SaaS nature of uh, CMS Hub is that we kind of take care of the maintenance and management and making sure that everything works nicely together for you. Um, you don't have to worry about a plugin potentially breaking down your site uh, or um, you know a security uh, patch needing to go out at 9 p.m. on a Saturday. Uh, we kind of take care of all that for you. So you can just focus on building awesome content and building an awesome website. Um, and on top of that, we do have you know a really powerful ecosystem around the CMS Hub uh, with a load of integrations and uh, different assets within the marketplace that you can download to add new functionality to your website. So uh, it's being built out. Um, but I think there's definitely some benefits to, to SaaS versus open source for sure. We pick up two kinds of sites. One is the ones that we build ourselves. Um, and we, we're very conscious about not using too many plugins um, because all that happens is we hand it over to the client. Um, some we get to work with on an ongoing basis, other, others we don't. I and mean, it is very much a handover process and they run with it. And then we'll check in in about six months time and nothing's been updated, nothing's been taken care of. Um, and the other ones are when we get almost this, this legacy where they've gone, well, we, we didn't really have the budget to start off with. So we just downloaded the theme. We got going with the theme and you open up the website and have a look at it. Um, and you, it's got a million and one plugins. It's got the theme running because it came with everything because themes are developed in that way that they, if, if I'm a developer writing a theme, I will try and capture as many people as I can with that thing. Uh, I'm opening the market for myself to sell the thing to. So when you download it, you've got, I, I can do, I could do events. I can do, uh, I can do a blog, ca- I can do a calendar. I can do all of these things that I may never, ever need, but it's part of it. So they then speak to us and go, right, we've got going, but the website's really slow uh, and they're not doing the updates. Um, so as you said, having that SaaS background is that peace of mind. And think about all the time that you're spending there. It comes down to a question of, you know, how do you value your time? 
do you want to spend your hours every month, you know, updating plugins and managing the site? Or do you want to spend those hours creating content for your customers and trying to optimize the website for performance, you know? Uh, so uh, there's definitely a lot of flexibility with those themes, uh, but it all depends on just what you value um, and where you want to spend your time. Because that's generally, I mean, a lot of our retainers will have a HubSp- um, sorry, a HubSpot, a WordPress maintenance charge where all we're doing is updating plugins. We are checking the security. We're doing all these things because they don't have time to do it. And as you said, um, I'm supposed to be biased here to uh, to WordPress. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stop backing you up, and we'll get more into some arguments. Um, but, <laughs> but I would much prefer our clients to pay us for doing the content, for doing for exactly that, and doing the the good stuff, which is gonna help them, not just almost firefighting every month to sort stuff out. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say you're. Uh your clients aren't going to generate more business because uh, their website uh, didn't crash, you know, but they might generate more business because you launched an awesome new campaign or you uh, created an amazing web page. And so, you know, there's definitely lost business if the website crashes, uh, but they're not going to generate new business off of that. So I'm going to start, I'm going to start to be meaner. Um, I've I've been too nice on HubSpot so far. So, um, The joy of WordPress is I think I could go up and down the street here in Worcester. Um, and obviously Alex is, uh, is over in Boston. So, but it, I'd imagine it'd be exactly the same. We could both go out now and um, I'm just drawing you into my side of the argument here um, sure. and find a WordPress developer. There will be WordPress developers up and down my street. So from a client's peace of mind, Having WordPress that they know, they understand, they know there are these kind of security flaws. As I said, it's almost the first thing we do is, right, we'll build your website on on WordPress. It it seems like the right fit. Um, Bear in mind, at some point, you'll get hacked. It's almost, we almost go in with that line just so people go, oh, okay, I understand. So keep up with the security, keep up with the plugins, and that leads us on to before where they don't, and we do it. and then, but, but that regard of having these developers who are up and down the street, it's reassurance for the client that, okay, well, sure. I could get it built here, but then I could go down the road to another development company or another growth agency, or, and they could pick it up and, and probably run with it. So how difficult is that from a developer's point of view to then obviously jump into to the CMS hub? Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, you touched on a couple different things there. Um, I think there is a perception that, you know, developers love WordPress and it's difficult to pick up the CMS hub. Uh, And, you know, it is true. Developers love WordPress. Uh, But, you know, picking up the CMS hub and getting familiar with it is actually pretty simple. Uh, We have local development tooling so you can use your own current workflow and your own tools that you develop with today. Just plug that right into the CMS hub and you can use tools like GitHub for version control. Uh, So we really don't, you know, disrupt your current workflow, you can use your current tools, technologies, and workflow and start developing on CMS Hub just like you would with WordPress. Uh, There's also a perception that Hubble is like a difficult language to learn. Hubble is our own uh, templating language. Uh, But if you're familiar with PHP, 
uh, in WordPress, it's really the same thing. And you can use it, you know, as much or as little as you'd like to. So you can start to layer that on as you go, because the, the core of CMS Hub is still based on HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. Uh, so learning how to develop on CMS Hub is really simple for the developer. Um, and we're continuously building out the, uh, you know, ecosystem of developers that use CMS Hub, the developer relations team here at Upspot has a ton of awesome programming and they're just building a really awesome community of developers around the CMS hub. So, uh, yeah, I think it's uh, exciting times for, for developers at Hubspot. And I didn't, I didn't really appreciate that to start off with, with obviously my, I used to like a lot of people do a bit of coding, um, and kind of enjoyed it. Uh, those long nights, uh, kind of hidden away. Um, now I leave it to to our guys who know what they who know what they're doing. But um, I decided to 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 set up a developers account within HubSpot um, and just have a play about bringing the code down rather than working through the um, you know the file manager or anything that was kind of along those lines and um, or the design tools sorry that were within HubSpot and try and do it within some tools that I was more used to. Um, and I think it was off the back of our original conversation a couple of weeks ago. And, and I thought, I'm just going to try it. And do you know what? It was easy. I was uh, not only was I, I wasn't struggling so much with the, with the, um, the tools on HubSpot. Um, I could use what I had used before. I could use short codes that I was using in my, uh, my kind of developers tools. Um, yeah. and everything was working all of a sudden and it, and it was really, really easy. And then putting it back up was, a um, was, was two lines, you know, two, two keystrokes almost. And it was, and it was back there, up. I think that's a, I think it's a great CTA for any developers that might be listening is, you know, spin up a developer portal, uh, go through the get started guide, you know, just see what it's like. It's completely free to get started with a CMS developer portal. So, uh, you know, take a look, play around, break things. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. And you got the boilerplates there as well. So I downloaded the boilerplate and I had a website up within, I think 20 minutes. So if if I can do it, (laughs) then, then anybody, anybody can do it. And again, I'm backing you up and I'm not meant to, um, Let's let's think then about um, whether CMS Hub can fit in to most people's um, kind of conception of where this can fit in. Um, yeah. Obviously, we touched on price. So when people come to us, and this is kind of our uh, maybe earlier part of the year, our, our kind of opinions have changed, but I'm still going to be in my WordPress camp. So we have people come to us who are maybe tradesmen along those lines, want to quick website. Um, and most of the time then it's, it's around Squarespace, Wix, something like that to fire up sure. really, really quickly, low cost, get a theme on it and allow them to kind of get running and get, get that website out there. We then have the next band where they want um, a lot more from the website. They want, they want something that's, that's really quite, um, quite weighty. They need some, uh, some user experience. They need a lot of that kind of going on. And, um, and we will, do a bespoke build on, on WordPress. And then, then on the back of that, they, then a lot of our clients kind of turn around and say, right, now we've got the website. Now we need to market it. So then typically they all go on to HubSpot and they start looking at the marketing hub for HubSpot. Um, and what, where would you see, I mean, does it replace, would it replace that portion of, 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 WordPress builds and you would almost move some people over to, to the HubSpot or would it be the HubSpot because it's a paid for add-on, would it be the next step up from WordPress 
And I know that's a very open question. Um, so good luck. <laughs> so the question is, the question is if someone's looking to get marketing hub, is it just a natural fit to combine it with CMS hub or? Yeah, I think so. I think that's, and that's where, I mean, uh, we get a lot of, a lot of clients kind of come, come and speak to us and they go, um, and we try and weigh up the odds. Um, and probably earlier in the year, there wasn't really any argument. I think over the last six months, really, we're getting a lot of people now asking us, right, I've heard of HubSpot. Is it the right fit for us? Should we be using HubSpot? And in my head, um, up until, as I said, fairly recently, it would be very much, if it was a, um, one of our clients, for example, uses it because they want to combat different languages. Uh, mm -hmm. They didn't want hundreds of web pages. They wanted the one one page that um, could could change based on location. Now, sure. yes, you could do it in yes, you could do it in WordPress with a load of plugins, with a load of extras. But it it was a perfect fit. It was a simple website, and but it was just complex in how to display that data. Um, when people come to us with more kind of bespoke problems we were traditionally then still going to WordPress because our developers at the time were more comfortable in doing it in WordPress. Um, and I think a switch happened more so as well with, with inbound recently and knowing that everything on your inbound um, conference was put through um, the, the kind of the, the CMS hub or all of your products. And that was a real eye opener for me that hang on a minute, they don't have to just be simple with these one problems. It can now be opened up. We could develop on this or we can develop on that. It's the same price for us to do the development and to do the design. doesn't really change no matter where we're mm -hmm. going to do it. Um, but then they see that added cost. And it's that first initial added cost that they will see. That's really how would you kind of combat that with the, with the kind of the paid versus the free? Right. Yeah. So... Uh we hear that a lot from our direct sales team that most people think that a website should be free and that WordPress is free. Um, and while the sticker price for WordPress is free, I can go and I can download it to my computer uh, right away. Uh, there's a lot of other costs that come up. You know, there's a million plugins that you can add to your site, as we've already mentioned. Uh, some of those are free. A lot of them you have to pay for. Uh, and I think it's something like 75% of uh, WordPress plugins that are the most popular plugins are included uh, in the HubSpot platform out of the box. Uh, so plugins, you have to pay for them a lot of the times. So that's going to be an additional cost. Uh, you also have to pay for security often. Uh, you'll have to layer on SSL, uh, firewall protection, uh, storage of files to make sure that those things stay up to date. Um, that's something that we include out of the box for free as the SaaS CMS. Uh, we just include SSL, firewall protection, a global CDN. Uh, we have the security team here at HubSpot managing, making sure that everything stays up to date. Um, so that's another cost that we just kind of incur. And then regular maintenance and upkeep of the site uh, is something else, uh, not to mention hosting. So all these things start to pile up where, yeah, the sticker price for WordPress is free, uh, but you have to layer on all this additional functionality and it's only going to become more expensive as you grow. Uh, whereas with HubSpot, it's just a flat fee of either you pay $300 a month for our professional tier uh, or $900 a month for the enterprise tier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that's, and I think that's... A really good point. When we quote things out, obviously we don't necessarily include the hosting. We don't do the hosting. 
we d- we don't want all of those you know calls coming in, all of the kind of the issues with the hosting. I, um, so we suggest hosts for the website, but usually they kind of that obviously comes um, with that, those initial conversations. But then the client almost parks it as a, as a separate kind of thing that they need to kind of okay, WordPress is free, and I'll sort out some hosting, and the two are separated completely. It's really interesting that your clients think of hosting as like a separate cost because I mean, no one can visit the the website if it's not hosted somewhere. Um, so it's a necessary cost. You can't have a website without paying that. Uh, yeah. So it's interesting that they think of it as a separate thing altogether. They don't even think about the, uh, what it's being built on. So WordPress, mm. even though it's mentioned, it's that throw in term that, oh, it's WordPress. And then they almost kind of go, oh, okay, I've heard of that that's fine. Or we've already got a website in WordPress. Um, and then it's okay. So what are the ongoing costs that I'm going to need to sort out? And you go, right, well, you need to sort out some hosting and they go, ah, okay, hosting, that's fine. And they've kind of got this back in the background that they kind of know how much hosting costs. And then you go, right, well, as you said, SSL needs to be added in, um, kind of all the speed issues, all the backups, everything else. And, and again, you can start adding all these, these plugins in some instance with WordPress or with the hosting. And, and often those hosting fees scale with usage. So the more traffic you might get or the more storage you have, uh, the, uh, the price can increase. So that you know sticker price, again, can be uh, misleading for the hosting. And I'm going to slightly back you up again. I know, I'm, I know I keep coming into the HubSpot camp, um, but we've got the marketing hub, you've got the sales hub, you've got the service hub, you've got the CMS hub. It is lovely to go into the one platform and see everything in this one yeah. place. Um, I'm not having to jump around and go, okay, well, my emails are going through MailChimp. Let's just dive over there. I'm doing Buffer or Hootsuite for my social. Um, I've kind of got my sales team are over here on Salesforce. Um, I've got my website over here on WordPress, which is hosted over here. Uh, I've got my plugins coming in from, from another provider. I've got a million and one things to think about that all need to be paid for at different times, That I need to update them all at different times. I can't track a user across them all. Obviously, we're very, very user-centric. Everything we do is centered around that user, that user experience, and what they can expect. And that also comes into our client's user experience. You know, For them to be able to jump in and kind of go, ah, not only, not only am I having a good user experience, but I can then find out how my customers are interacting with, with everything is ideal. I think, I think the, the most successful companies today are removing gatekeepers from their marketing processes so marketers can really you know, go in and make updates to content as they see fit or you know, change a campaign whenever they need to. And they have this idea of a unified customer experience so they can see all the touch points that their customers have with their content across the entire customer lifecycle. And then they use reporting to really optimize their marketing campaigns. Uh, and so having this kind of unified experience where uh, your website your marketing automation platform and your CRM are all together in one can start, you can start to do some really sophisticated marketing actions and start to really start to iterate on the customer experience and optimize it. We kind of touched on it a little bit before with um, kind of developers being able to download the tools. And then you mentioned it there with where you could jump in and do your marketing campaigns. You can do these pages. Now, what I didn't appreciate, I kind of did in the back of my mind, but never really thought about it in practice was 
um, how the marketers could go in and, and do a campaign or create a landing page and change maybe some specific colors and change the fonts while the developers are still updating the uh, still updating the the overall theme or the the code behind the scenes and the two are just working really really well together which yeah. a lot of our clients are seeing the, the benefits of the landing pages and the those kind of tools the emails within the marketing pro and I think yeah. the thing to mention is that's obviously just extended over into the CMS hub where it's just more of the nice stuff that you're going to get. Um, you could do more. You can create all these nice pages. All of a sudden, it's under your control. Yeah. And I think like for the marketer, that's a great benefit that like they don't have to fight with their developer team uh, to make a simple update to their website when they want to you know change the copy on the homepage, the about us page or whatever. But also on the flip side of that, your developers don't have to be badgered by the marketing team whenever they want to change a color or something on the page. They can focus on the important projects instead of having to handle one-off requests from the marketing team. Uh, yeah. So it really works both ways. And those requests can come in thick and fast. Uh, I'm sure they can. <laughs> <laughs> so we've kind of battled a bit over the price. Um, and I think now we're kind of starting to get a, a really good overall picture about where these two kind of sit. So to kind of wrap it up, and I'm going to put you on the spot, um, it would be really useful to hear your pitch to somebody to say, right, Alex, I'm thinking about going with WordPress. I know WordPress. I know it inside out. But somebody's mentioned this, this, this HubSpot. How would you sell them the CMS Hub? Oof, great question. Um, well, obviously, your website's your most important marketing asset. It is your you know, virtual storefront. It is the thing that people will recognize your brand for. Um, and you can have a website that will drive leads for your business, but it will really be a lever for your continued growth. Um, and if you want to have your website on a platform that allows you to focus on the marketing and not making just updates to plugins or you know maintaining it or just patching up security issues, uh, I think CMS Hub is a really great option for you. But not only that, by combining it with the HubSpot CRM, uh, and the marketing hub, you get this unified view of the customer experience that you can start to really use to create amazing campaigns for your customers and start to optimize through the reporting that we have on the system as well. So uh, WordPress is an amazing platform. They have a lot of flexibility, uh, but I think if you're looking at your website as a tool for your continued growth, I think CMS hub is a great option for, for growing companies that are focused on taking the next step in their growth journey. Alex, thank you so much for your time. Um, I will let you get back to watching uh, all of the election results as they <laughs> unfold. <laughs> um, or do work. Or do work if anybody's listening. Yeah, or do work. <laughs> um, but so thank you so much for your time today. So that's it for another pod. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks to Alex for coming on. It was really interesting to obviously discuss those differences between HubSpot and WordPress and where it might fit for you. If you have any questions for either me or Alex, then drop me an email at james at hellomethod.co.uk. Remember to keep sharing the pod, leaving those reviews, and let me know the topics you want us to cover next. Until next time, bye for now.